Good morning. It is Tuesday, February 8th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Well, I gotta be honest, uh, I just recorded this episode, and I was thinking to myself, holy cow, this is a long episode. It's 12 minutes long, which is pretty long for this. Even the, uh, what's it called, the uncut audio never goes that long. Uh, And when I hit stop recording, it just disappeared. I don't know where it went. So you guys know that the last time I recorded this, it took 12 minutes. Let's see how long this one takes. So (laughs) with that being said, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and we'll dive into it. This is Hebrews chapter 5, verses 5 and 6. So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, You are a priest forever, after the order of Melchizedek. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, as we begin our Tuesday, Lord, we ask for your help. Uh, This is a difficult passage. Even going through it once already, I don't feel super confident about the things that we're talking about in our passage today. So God, won't you help us just to figure out this character, Melchizedek, and put together biblical knowledge to get a right interpretation so that we can move forward into our day thinking more and more about our God. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Well, my friends, if you had listened to I think it was the first episode of the new year when I was introing the book of Hebrews. I had mentioned that there were going to be a few passages throughout the book that are really, really difficult. And in order to move through this book, I was going to have to take stands on certain issues just to move forward. And today is one of those passages. And so I want to just put that aside and move forward in what we're going to be talking about today. So in our passage, the author of Hebrews introduces a character that is not talked about in a whole lot of other parts of scripture. And there are so many different stances that people take on it, and we're just going to have to hit it today. So let's read our passage one more time and kind of break it down. So it says in verses 5 and 6, So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, You are a high priest forever, after the order of Melchizedek. In yesterday's podcast, we began chapter 4 looking at this passage that uh, the author of Hebrews introduced at the end of chapter 4, this idea that Jesus is the great high priest. And this is going to go forward throughout the entire book of Hebrews. There's going to be so many comparisons to the Old Testament priests and Jesus as the great high priest. We learned in yesterday's passage that Jesus was not picked by God's people to be the Redeemer in the same way that the priests in the Old Testament were not picked by God's people to be the priests. God appoints the priests, just as God appointed Jesus. In the last verse of our passage yesterday, in verse 4, it says that the, uh, the office of high priest was inaugurated. God chose Aaron to be the priest. God's people didn't choose him. God chose Aaron. And from then on, the Levitical tribe, the tribe of Levi, were the priests of Israel. In our passage today, the author of Hebrews is moving this idea forward just one more notch. He says, Christ was not exalted to this position as high priest, but was appointed by the same one who said, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Now this is obviously God the Father speaking, 
The second person of the Trinity is known as God the Son. He was given the name Jesus Christ when he came and was incarnated on earth. And he says, today I have begotten you. And this is such a puzzling saying because the Trinity always existed from eternity past. And when you dive into Trinity theology, all conf- it doesn't matter what denomination you are, all confessions of Christian faith believe that the Son was begotten from the Father. But this happened before time even began. This happened from the beginning of eternity. But you can't say beginning because there's no time before time began. It's a thing that makes us just scratch our heads and bow before God's word in this doctrine of the Trinity. But to give human language to it, God the Father says, Today I have begotten you. Which means that from the very, very beginning, it was always the plan of God to appoint the Son to be the great high priest of God's people. I mean, this is an amazing thing for us to think about as we go forward today. We know that we never would have chosen Christ to be our priest for us, just as God's people would never have chosen Aaron or any of the other priests that they had. They were all appointed by God. But God planned that the Son, from the very begottenness of him, to be the high priest of God's people. And then in verse 6, we're introduced to this character, Melchizedek. Quoting from Psalm 110, the author of Hebrews says, You are a priest forever, in the order of Melchizedek. So who is Melchizedek? Melchizedek is talked about in two places in the Old Testament. Genesis chapter 14, and then he reappears in Psalm 110. Let's talk about what happens in Genesis chapter 14. Abraham has been chosen to be the the one by which the covenant would go forth and God would turn the Israelites, the descendants of Abraham, into a great nation. They will be his people and God will be their God. Well, one day, this great high priest from a faraway land of Salem pops up named Melchizedek and he comes and he visits Abraham and he blesses him and he breaks bread with him and he pours wine for him. Hey, doesn't that sound familiar? And then Abraham returns to Melchizedek and says, I will give you a tenth of everything that I have. And then suddenly, Melchizedek disappears. Literally, he's never talked about again in the Old Testament until Psalm 110. And so we're wondering, who is Melchizedek? Some people actually think he was Christ incarnated before Christ was actually incarnated. I don't know if we can go that far, but here's what he is he was a high priest from a foreign people that God appointed to bring a blessing to God's people to which he broke bread and poured wine. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? Later on in chapter Psalm 110, this great psalm about Christ, the one who has come in the order of Melchizedek, the one by whom the nations will be judged, it's clearly talking about the Messiah. He says that he's from the order of Melchizedek. And that's what we find out in our verse today, in chapter 5 of Hebrews. It can't mean that Jesus is from the lineage of Melchizedek, because we know that Jesus had to come, the Messiah had to come from the line of Abraham and from the line of David. And Melchizedek is clearly not an Israelite. He was from the foreign land of Salem. So it must mean that to be from the order of Melchizedek means is that he was in the same nature as Melchizedek, of the same kind of priest as Melchizedek. And their overlap is, it's so beautiful. I mean, 
Jesus is foreign in one sense. He came from a faraway land. He came from heaven to become man. He did come and bless his people. He did come break bread and pour wine, not just figuratively, but literally. He spilled his own blood. He broke his own body for his people. God's people often respond by giving the Lord, their great high priest, a tenth of everything we have. This ark is an amazing ark between the Old Testament and the New, and the author of Hebrews is claiming it for the second person of the Trinity, God the Son, Jesus Christ. My friends, as we go today, this is a difficult passage. I mean, it's sometimes these passages that we say, well, what in the world am I supposed to do with that in a devotion? I can think of at least two things. Number one, we already talked about. God from the beginning, from before the creation of the world, when the Son was begotten, which we know has no beginning, was always planned to be the great high priest for his people. I mean, that alone is an amazing thing for us to think about. But then secondly, I would encourage you, spend time in Genesis 14. Spend time today in Psalm 110. Read, listen, meditate on these passages. Scriptures like ours today drive us on a treasure hunt to other parts of Scripture to pull out as much truth as we can so that we can understand what is before us. My friends, let's do this together today. Let me close us in prayer. Our God in heaven, as we go now into our Tuesday, Lord, this was a difficult passage, but our hunger for the Word is wanting us to drive to other parts of Scripture to figure out what's going on here. The name Melchizedek brings so many question marks, and it makes us want to go to Genesis 14, Psalm 110, and see what the author of Hebrews could possibly be talking about. Is there more there, Lord? Help us to find it. Help us to go today with your help and examine these stories and see how they point forward to Christ, who is of the order of Melchizedek after all. We're thankful that from the very beginning, from before our minds can even comprehend, you plan to send your son to be the great high priest for our people. Help us as we study this book, as we do our devotions through it, to further and further understand what it means for Jesus to be our high priest. Oh Lord, won't you help us with this? We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. Well, go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.